a choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding reality. Welcome to expanding reality if you are just joining us for the first time yes that is how i intro every single episode on this one we have chris matthew of forbidden knowledge news he is coming to hang out and talk about all the cool things he describes his contact experience which is absolutely fascinating uh, we also of course dump into the hollow earth secret space program super soldiers ufos ets magic uh, talk about a little bit of current events manifestation things like that guys that this one covers the gamut and with a guy like chris you can do that because he's incredibly intelligent and insightful so we can go anywhere with this stuff so uh, you guys uh, check the show notes for all the way to find him check the show notes as well if you want to expand your experience on the show here with expandingrealitypodcast.com it is linked down there for everyone to see so y'all go check that thing out so without any further ado guys let's get right to this thing this is chris matthew <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everybody out there in listening world, reptilioids, uh, any Sasquatch that happen to pick up this channel as well, you guys are welcome to listen to. Uh, we have the great and powerful Chris Matthew on the show. He is a badass, guys. Forbid knowledge news, of course, beyond classified, the stuff you do over on Rockfin. And, uh, dude, you're just a staple in this community, man. You've interviewed damn near everybody. Uh, I've been a fan of yours personally for a really long time. You were great, gracious enough to have me on your show recently. You've also, dude, just invited me to a couple of panels that you've done. I know they're um, Day Zero you had me out for, and that was a lot of fun. And then we did that uh, Halloween hang, which was crazy. Uh, and uh, my friend actually was watching. I forgot to tell you this the other night when we were messaging, but a friend of mine was watching that, the Halloween hang that we did. And that was a lot of fun, man. He goes, and I didn't know he was watching it. So whenever I had to, whenever I bailed, he was like, uh, the second that you hopped off, they started talking about jerking off. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that was so much fun, man. We just had a really, really good time. Yeah, anyway, so I, Chris Matthew, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much oh, for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Uh, always great talking to you. And I'm really looking forward to this, man. Thank you for having me on. Dude, absolutely. Like I said, man, uh, you're a badass. We've just become buddies. And I really appreciate that. You're just open And the arms. check is in the mail for all those kind right. words, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'll just PayPal you, man. It's a lot easier, right? right uh, so you talk about all the cool things, man. And I hope to touch on damn near all of them tonight. I hope that we uh, sprinkle in a little bit of every fucking topic that you've covered on your show, which is going to take a while, because how long have you been doing the show again? Uh, going probably on three and a half years now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah and we'd cover everything, like anything and everything. There's nothing probably that I wouldn't, you know, cover eventually, even sex space robots, you know. I know. Let, let's definitely uh, get into the sex-based robots because oh, I yeah. think it's a real thing. It's a psyop that uh, is being withheld <laughs> from us, like everything, right? Uh, it's a, it's being withheld. So let's talk about that. Why the name Forbidden Knowledge News? Okay, so this just this started out as um, uh, a Facebook blog, really, and I called it. Uh, it was something different in the beginning. I don't even remember the original name of it. It was focused more on like planetary changes and Earth changes. Uh, it had, you know, a little bit to do with conspiracies. But um, in the early days, I was focusing a lot on the Earth changes that were happening and and other things of that nature. But um, I don't remember what the original name is. It originally, um, it eventually became Forbidden Knowledge, and then Forbidden Knowledge News uh, was after I started started interviewing people uh, because I I felt like I should have people a little smarter than myself presenting information because I started the blog picked up some some speed people were liking it and listening to what I was saying and I was like this is weird you know and you know I was just going over you know things I was learning conspiracies things I was learning about our history um, 
different realities that we weren't taught in school and just a bunch of thought that stuff that I found interesting that I found fascinating and, and thought that other people would, uh, would want to know about things that were hidden from them. Um, and the blog, like I said, picked up speed and I eventually started, um, interviewing people that I respected, authors, researchers, uh, people that I knew were smarter than myself and people that I thought could present the information uh, a lot better than I could. And it eventually became what it is today, you know, a podcast. And, uh, now I like featuring other podcasters to help them, uh, get to, you know, where they want to be in this space. Uh, so we start a little, uh, a network doing that as well. And that's where I am today. Yeah. And your network's awesome. Tell us a little bit about that, man. Yeah, the network is it's a it's a podcast network. It's um, we feature different podcasters uh, that that want their show uh, on this uh, on our network. Uh, we have shows like Raised by Giants uh, with Ryder Lee. Um, we've got Inception podcast, Gloria Canning. We've got our Day Zero, of course, Forbidden Knowledge News and Beyond Classified. And I just want to help people in this space that are trying to do podcasting uh, get their their show out there and uh, you know what be better way to do it than to feature it on our website and uh, and have everybody uh, very easily accessible on there you know what I love about this game the most <clears throat> is it's it's all the people it's you it's guys like you uh, because this community has been so open-armed I mean you get a new podcast that comes out and every they reach out to you and everybody's just like hell yeah and let me introduce you to Chris right and then we swap guests you know it's like this whole community of people that is just so open-armed no matter what you talk about we have each other on each other's shows uh, you know we share each other's shit uh, it's just yeah. like the coolest community because it really is the model and I haven't met a greedy stingy person in podcasting yet uh, I haven't met them all of course but I haven't met them yet. Uh, but it, it seems like this really, really cool community. So um, I, I love this type of thing. This like the uh, rising tide raises all ships type model, this abundancy type model. Uh, and, and I think what you're doing with your thing is just badass, man. So way oh, to go. Well, thank you so much. You're absolutely right. I think it's also has to do with the the conscious community, people that are seeking knowledge, seeking for themselves, seeking spirituality. Um, I don't know how many conferences you've been to, not even just UFO conferences, but spiritual conferences, uh, consciousness conferences. When you get a bunch of those people together and you feel the energy and you, the conversations and the wonderful atmosphere, uh, there's nothing like it. It is a wonderful thing. You can feel the, the like-mindedness, the love and the acceptance and the conversations are amazing. So, you know, it's not just, you know, of course I love doing what I do because I get to talk to amazing people like yourself and all these researchers I've respected. Uh, but once you get together and you can actually feel that energy amongst people, that's even, that brings it to a, a whole new level. Have you attended many conferences? None whatsoever. Uh, uh, that's like, that was the goal last year. It just didn't happen. I was full, it, other things, it just didn't happen. But uh, I do plan to go to a a bunch. I was supposed to meet you uh, out there with Darcy and all that. I just didn't make it out to that one, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's always it's always great to having you know these these like minded people that are knowledge seekers together. Uh, to bring that together is it's like uh, you know it's something I've never experienced before, and I really look forward to the next event, which is actually going to be uh, this weekend. We're having a bunch of us get together here in Denver. Uh, so um, I don't know when you're going to air this, but if it's before the I guess the seventh or eighth of next week, uh, come out to Denver, hang out with us. Now I have to fast track it. Thanks a lot, Chris. You were like you just jumped. <laughs> ahead in the queue nice job man. that's a professional oh, by the way man. ladies and gentlemen not only the segue but he guaranteed that he was at least going to be out this week nice job way to go dick oh, uh, nice job so uh let, let me come back to some high craziness with you uh so what was the first bit of forbidden knowledge that you discovered that started you on this path oh i would have to say i mean i, I i've always been interested in the UFO phenomenon. I've always been interested in paranormal and ghosts. Um, what really kind of got me looking at this, I was um, looking at some occult aspects of uh, elite rituals and things of that nature. And I was like, wow, these, these guys are really into this stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know, they really believe it. These, you know, politicians, elite uh, people, banksters and, and corporate entities, they, they do occult rituals and some of them are Satanists and some of them are doing these weird ass things and sacrificing babies and drinking blood. And I'm like, wow, I need to start looking into this stuff. Uh, and that led to down all the other, you know how it goes. Once you start looking into this stuff, you have 
have to go down every uh, connecting rabbit hole. And I did. And in the beginning, I wanted to share it so bad. It's but, you know, there are people who aren't ready to hear it. So um, I was uh, I was very eager beaver in the beginning, trying to, you know, tell everybody I could about this. And there are those who aren't ready to hear it. So, you know, I had to reel that back. I learned very quickly that there are a lot of people who are not ready. So, you know, then, yeah, you just got to put it out there. If they want to look at it, they do. So that's what that's what I started. Absolutely. And it's guys like your model man and that, that really inspire me as well, because that's how I consider this. It's a lighthouse, dude. I'm not pushing any of this shit on anybody. The show's free. Uh, just check it out if you want. Move along if you don't. Uh, right. And so, yeah. yeah, man, for sure. Now, what's crazy, too, man, is unlike you, uh, I am not a contactee, but you are. Dude, tell us about that shit. <laughs> You know, I don't even like the 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 term contacting, especially for myself. I don't even know if that's what it what it is. It, I consider it more of a maybe paranormal spiritual experience. Now, um, I, I at one time I could I could definitely say I considered it a contact experience in the beginning when it first occurred. I have a different understanding now. But uh, yeah, I guess you could call it that. I I had uh, conversations with something that I truly believe is um, not only other than myself it may be a part of myself but um it definitely was an intelligence that um i can 90 percent say for sure that was not fully myself that uh was separate that um gave me knowledge that i never knew before and that i was impossible for me to know um but I mean, it was a it was a crazy it was a three day experience, and I had never had any kind of contact, had never paranormal experience in my life before. Like I said, I'd always been interested in the UFO phenomenon. I've always been interested in paranormal. I've even been on a few like ghost hunts and things of that nature, but I never experienced anything for myself. Um, and it wasn't until after I started doing this show and seeking for myself and seeking more spiritual knowledge, uh, I started meditating and this contact experience, it only happened like almost two years ago. It was like a year and a half ago. And at the time I was uh, going through a bad breakup. It was a, a kind of rough time in my life and I was trying to do meditation more. Um, I was reaching a block in my meditation process, I couldn't get past a certain point and I was getting frustrated. I couldn't go deep into meditation. I, my mind was always racing. And I guess I had also kind of like a childhood dogma type fear of contacting a demon or something like that. I <laughs> yeah. don't know. Uh, is some kind of weird fear that I would like make contact with something evil. Um, but I kept on doing it because I knew that that was, you know, kind of ridiculous. So I wanted to get past that fear and, go as deep as I could into to this meditation process because um, something intuitive was telling me to do it. Something intuitive was telling me that I needed to start meditating. Uh, so this uh, all started one day when I was outside talking to, uh, I was talking to a police officer because in this relationship, I had to get a restraining order against oh, this, this ex-girl. It was one of those. Oh no. Yeah, it was oh, one of those. No. It, was, it was a crazy breakup. That's um yeah, but is it's all good. It all worked out. So I'm talking to this officer about this this crazy chick, and um, I'm and he's looking at me, but I'm kind of looking in the side, sky because I noticed something, and he's oblivious the whole time that I'm looking at this thing, and I'm I stop. I have no idea what he's talking about at this point because I'm looking at these three orange flames in a triangular formation, kind of slowly going up in the sky. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I've never seen anything like that. And then all of a sudden they stop and they're hovering in the, in the sky. And I'm like, well, that's really weird. And the cop is just talking. I'm like, I want to tell him, look, but I'm like, no. Uh, and all of a sudden they go, boop, and they just kind of shoot up and disappeared. I'm like, ah, I was really cool, but I don't know what the hell that was. You know, I just kind of marked it off as an interesting experience that I saw in the sky. And uh, it was even in the newspaper the next day. A few people saw it and they're like, what was that? Uh, so it was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, so that night I actually did some meditation and, uh, for some reason I, I put on some 432 Hertz tones mm -hmm. and I was able to go really deep, uh, really quickly. And, uh, I guess I could explain it in this way. It seemed like my, my mind and my consciousness, I, I guess it kind of left my body. I was in a kind of astral state, um, and I started seeing geometric shapes. Um, I started getting these downloads of uh, mathematics and like history and all this information started flooding into my brain at the same time. It's very hard to kind of comprehend 
but I knew it was, um, I knew it was, you know, real information coming from somewhere. And, you know, it's like I'm traveling through time and space and all of a sudden it all stops and becomes calm. And I'm in like just nothingness and darkness and peace. Um, and that's, it's, it's like that for, you know, a few minutes and it feels very peaceful. And I'm like, this is, this is nice. You know, I guess this is what it's all about. And all of a sudden I start to feel this wonderful feeling of love that I've never felt. It was like a, um, it's like a drug. That's the only way I could describe it. That a love drug or something, you know, I, I love my mom. I love my dad. I thought I loved my exes, but this feeling was like something I'd never felt in my life before. And it was so enveloping, so overwhelming. I was like, what is going on? And at the same time, this feeling is coming on this, um, like light, this subconscious blue light comes into my subconscious peripheral vision on, on my right side. And it's getting closer. And as it's getting closer, this love feeling is getting stronger and stronger. And then I hear a voice. It's like, hello, it's in my brain. And it's like, hello. And it's, it's instant communication as soon like, you know, it starts talking to me. He's like, Hey, how are you? Would you like to have a conversation? I'm like, what, what is going on? I said, in the name of Jesus, are you evil or something like that and as soon as i said like before i could finish it's like yes and sent me these beautiful feelings of love and calmness and like reassurance and i'm like okay i trust you okay <laughs> so i was like what is this what was going on he's like you're ready to have a conversation with me uh so i was like he's like i've been waiting to talk to you and i'm like okay well this is i love talking like this this is amazing i've never been able to have a conversation like this what the hell is going on and I kind of freaked out and my eyes popped open and I thought I was out of the meditative state and I popped out of my bed and I'm like, uh oh, I fucked everything up. But no, I, he's still like, I feel this feeling of love and it's still communicating with me and talking to me. And it's like, uh, if you're ready to have a conversation, we got some stuff to talk about. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And it was uh, it was like I was kind of kind of stoned a little bit. It's like a weird uh, drugged lovey dovey feeling. And I'm like all happy. And um, I go sit on my bed and I'm in a conscious waking state, but still talking with whatever this is. And I was like, all right, what's your name? And it's like, you wouldn't understand that. Uh, I said, just call me something you're comfortable with, something you're familiar with. You I've, always, I've always enjoyed my cousin's name Laird when I was growing up. So I just, that popped into my head. I'm like, Laird, all right. He's like, good enough. You know, so we just went on with the conversation. You know, he proceeds to give me information about myself first, um, kind of what's going wrong with my life, what's going right with my life, what I should, you know, start looking into and doing. And then we go expanding into what's going on in the world. There's some turmoil. There's things about to happen. And this was right before COVID really started, like, taking off big and all the restrictions and all that. And he's like, I was like, is this about the COVID? He's like, yeah, this is going to turn into a huge global thing. Got to be prepared. Um, there's going to be tough times. And, you know, just uh, a message that I'm a very tiny part of a collective that could be a solution to some of these problems. Hell that's, yeah. That's the kind of message that I was getting. And that what I'm doing right now, this talk show, I need to keep doing. And at the time I was in a, a terrible day job that I hated. Um, I was making good money though, but I hated it. Uh, mm. I felt like I was sucking devil dick waking up going, <laughs> going to work every day. I had, you know, absolutely you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely miserable going to that job every day. So, uh, and they tell me you need to quit this job. You need to be happy. You need to make yourself happy and pursue this. I'm like, there's no way I'm making 300 bucks a month off this show. Right, right? And right. No, you know, it's not going to happen. And they're like, yeah, just do it. Just do it. I'm like, no, but you know, so that conversation went on for a while, uh, you know, arguing with whatever this entity that I'm not going to quit my job because I was scared of that. I was terrified. I was making great money. I, this was a side thing for me, the Forbidden Knowledge News two or three nights a week. And it was cool, you know, but I, I deep down, I wanted to do this. You know, this is what I wanted to pursue. Uh, so uh, that the whole conversation lasted about two hours. We just went into the deepest sometimes darkest alleys that I could ever imagine, but sometimes the most beautiful thing. And I learned a lot about myself and what was going on in the world and what I had to do. And, you know, just giving me advice on, well, you should look into this. You should uh, start reading this. You should start doing this. You should talk to this person. Uh, you know, all this information, like, really? Wow. I, okay. Um, so that conversation went on and then the, the connection just started to fade. It was like, um, eventually it was harder to understand what the entity was saying and it was it was harder for me to 
to keep the conversation going basically. So it just kind of cut off. Hmm. And after that, I, I wanted, I wanted to understand, you know, I wanted to know if it was real. Cause I was still downing it. I was like, did that just happen? Was that an acid flashback or yeah. Jesus, what, what was going on? So I started reaching out to people, you know, other contactees, other people that had similar experiences. And at first I thought it was aliens, you know, at first I thought it was, had a, a alien talking to me, a contact experience. And so I went with that for a while, you know, um, but this, again, was a three-day experience. This was day one. Uh, day two, nothing happened, actually. It was the, the day after. Day two, I was I wanted it. I was, like, super, like, did that happen? I want this to happen. I was super excited. I was kind of, I guess, too eager too for eager. it. Yeah. Tried to meditate, and it didn't happen. I was like, ah. so I just, all right, we'll do it again later. Uh, so it was the next day. Um, before I started meditating, something intuitively said, go in some water. I'm like, um, okay. So I went in the bathtub, put on the 432 Hertz tones and just started relaxing and meditating. And even quicker this time, I was like, boom, down. And this time um, it was a little different. I didn't travel through time or space or anything. I just kind of felt into this peaceful meditative state. Everything was blackness, darkness, nothingness. And all of a sudden this white, beautiful light starts to envelop me. I don't feel this feeling of love really. I don't feel very much of anything, but this white light just envelops me. This from, from the left side of my peripheral and envelops my whole subconscious mind. And then all of a sudden I'm in a, um, like a childhood memory. I, I'm in uh, reliving this childhood situation that I forgot about. But as soon as I was there, I remembered, I remembered everything. And I was like, Oh, I remember this. And then, then I remembered it was a very traumatic experience from my childhood. Like that, uh, one of my childhood family, uh, friends perpetrated. I'm like, wow. It was like, you know, remembering a traumatic event really. And I freaked out a little bit about that for a while. And the, uh, entity had to like console me and, I was, you know, it was, it was a very, uh, it was very strange having that, you know, kind of resurface. So, you know, I continued this meditation again and the entity showed up. Um, the, the first one layered showed up after I came out of this meditative state from remembering that, uh, this childhood event and, you know, it was consoling me and I was, uh, I, we proceeded to have another psychic communication, um, uh, little conversation and I, I asked well where are you from what are you and this is he I don't remember word for word what happened in this conversation but uh, he proceeded to tell me that they spread Christ consciousness through the galaxy for those who are ready to receive it hmm. that's what I mainly remember him saying and then uh, I remember closing my eyes and I'm like somewhere else it, it it, I can feel like the room changed, like I feel lighter, um, and I'm feeling this amazing feeling of love as well. But I close my eyes, and I'm somewhere else. I open my, my eyes. I'm in my bathroom. I close my eyes, and it looks like I can see outer space. I look, and it looks like there's like, you know, sterile tile floors that are blue and gray. And I look up and there's space, huge windows that are looking out into outer space. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I open my eyes back in the bathroom. And then I start to feel all these amazing feelings of love. Like I can tell that it's not just one entity anymore. I can feel like multiple entities around me, surrounding me with these feelings of love. And I'm like, wow, this feels like this was, I started crying at that point because it yeah. was overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And then I started to see entities they looked like um, little etheric animals. They were almost like uh, transparent little birds and frogs, but they had robes on and they were humanoids. Cool. So this was, yes, it was, yeah. it was pretty cool. I saw one that kind of looked like a hairy Chewbacca in a robe and, and like a, even like this kind of like worm looking dude. It was, it was very strange, like these etheric animal entities. And they started speaking to me. One of them was a frog. And he, he said, welcome, you know, uh, he asked me something. Now, this whole conversation's kind of blurry because I was like crying so emotional during this. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's yeah. a frog man talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, do you accept your task that, you know, you're given on this planet during the time you're here? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like bawling. And, uh, you know, we have 
more downloads, more information from, you know, Mr. Frogman here. And I'm, I'm looking around and I'm on this huge ship. There's like three levels of like entities standing around etheric entities on this. It looked like a ship. I, I guess that's, I, I have a different understanding now at, at the time I thought it was on a spaceship. Um, but I think it, it's a little something different than, than a spaceship. Now, um, it would, this conversation only lasted maybe about 30 minutes with these entities and I kind of ascend from the ship and I'm like back in my tub and everything's normal again, but I'm getting these weird down, like constant downloads, information, information, like you got to do this. You got to read this, go out and get these books, go out and start looking at this, talk to this person, just like constant all day for the rest of that day. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. But I still had my doubts. I was like, I don't know if this is real. What's going on? You know, uh, this is just an acid flashback. That's that, an kept, acid that flashback. Kept popping. That's all I keep thinking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, so day three, I want to do it again. But day three was a bad day because I did something I shouldn't have. I ate uh, I ate something I should. I have stomach problems and I've had to had a, a surgery in the past. And if I eat the wrong thing, it causes me a lot of pain. And I did that that day like a jackass. And I was, you know, I was in bed. I couldn't move. I was in the, some of the worst pain I felt. And usually when I'm in that state, it lasts for a day or longer, at least a few hours. And it had just kicked in and I'm like, oh, there goes my whole night. You know, I'm going to be here in pain. And I'm like, oh, let me talk to these dudes. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see what's going on here. Hook let me up see like how an real intergalactic laxative yeah, dude. Yeah. Let me see how real this shit is. <laughs> so I'm like, start meditating. And I was able to get into a state, a peaceful state, still in pain, but I'm like calling out. I'm like, hey guys, help me. <laughs> <It's> your boy. <laughs> yeah. And um they Blair shows up and he's like, he's, he's kind of, he sounds kind of like a, not annoyed, but he's like, you know, you can do this yourself. <laughs> um, so uh, immediately, like a few seconds after I feel him and that amazing feeling of love, it's like dissipates all the pain, everything's gone. And I'm like, that was wild. Uh, you know, nothing has ever happened like that before. And he's just like, just remember, you can do that yourself. Peace out. And it was, that was it. That was the last of that, you know, contact um, situation for those three days. And um, that was kind of like my um, confirmation that was that something was going on, something real, whether it was, you know, part of myself. And like I said, I have a different understanding of it now. I've had other experiences after that. Um, I have used psilocybin mushrooms and recreated a contact, not recreated, but I've had contact experiences with mushrooms after that. Um, because they actually told me, they said, if you want to have easy contact, psilocybin is a good way. We'll show up. Boom, we'll be there. And it has, they have. Um, so I've had a few after that. And it's funny, I've, I've used psilocybin for years before and LSD, and I've never had any contact or anything like that ever happened to me before. Yeah, same. But after they were like there, boom, every time. Um, but yeah, uh, and if you want, I can tell you about my understanding of what you know, happened. No, absolutely. Please. To, you know. Well, I definitely, you're fascinating. Like I said, I'm a fan. I listen to your, show. this is like me uh, listening to one of your shows. This is fine. Oh, I'm man, just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a blast. Um, well, it, I, like I said, at first I thought it was ETs. I thought I was talking with some, I don't know, Andromeda and Arcturian reptoids or something. I don't know. Uh, but something from outer space. Uh, I thought it was an ET because a lot of the contactees were, you know, kind of pushing me in that direction. And then I just started, um, something pushed me to look into, you know, angels and spirit guides and ancestors and things of that nature. And the more I started talking with other people in the spiritual realm and metaphysical realms, um, I now believe that I was talking with a combination of my higher self and spirit guides um I, I truly believe that it could also be um our future self or ancestors i'm not sure about the the alien thing i mean it could be they could be considered aliens you yeah. know they're yeah. not us they're not from here right. uh they're definitely not you know some of them may not be human I felt like some of the beings I were talking to were, were very, you know, powerful and wise. So, um, but I do think that um, I had a, I have a very high intuitive feeling that layered is a form of my future or higher self. Um, 
along with these these other either angelic spirit guides or ancestors i am not sure exactly what they are but that's just what my gut is telling me now and that could probably change tomorrow that could change you know in five minutes yeah based on either new information or another experience right because maybe they stair step you into understandings you know because you got a big leap forward and this is what you know i'm not like jealous i mean i still got plenty of time right it's no big deal i mean they picked you over me but whatever uh no it, it does though i'm interested you know i would be i embark on psychedelic i'm a psychonaut myself so embarking on those journeys is something that i'm like willing to do you know and i've said this about psychedelics it takes kind of a brave person to step into that you know you've really got to want to uh explore because there's no off switch like once you're in it you're in it and probably the same thing with like a contact experience i know that some people can bail out of those experiences by invoking jesus or something like that like what you said but it's still interesting to me that that you've had this experience and now that when you even then that you get into the vibratory state that psilocybin mushrooms get you into because that's what i think this is that's what kathleen Mm -hmm. martin and i talked about is that it's a vibratory deal and that's why like when you resonate at a certain frequency that kind of dial there's in and that's why two people can stand there one sees a ufo one does not or one has contact experiences and whatever but uh the vibratory thing is is fascinating to me so you had had no contact before that but now you have contact initiated by psilocybin trips uh let me not always psilocybin but in meditation as well Okay, so either way, but getting into that vibe, this is what's so interesting too about the control element of this, because you're like a great case study for, for this. You put yourself into different states, but they yield the same results. And the correlation between the two is that theta brainwave that you're able to achieve in those states. They both mirror each other, though induced by other things. And so the way that you interface with this world is manipulatable, you know, it's flexible. And so that's what's so cool also is you could just do this through meditation, through, I don't know, eating the right way, exercising the right way. It's, it's just a state that you put yourself in and you do get contacted by these beings. Now, what's interesting to me, too, is that the other side of it is true as well. You get contacted by like mean people, uh, demons or whatever you want to call them, if your vibratory level is too close the other way as well. So there's kind yeah, of like I think that's what it has to do with. If you're in a lower frequency, if you're in a lower vibratory state, you're going to be contacting not so um not so uh, vi- you know upper vibratory vi- beings yeah. you know high vibration beings lower vibratory spirits or whatever they are you know exactly <clears throat> and uh, I was talking to have you ever heard of uh, Brown from uh, have you ever heard of the show uh, Spectrum of Strangeness no, I have not. It's really cool. I'm going to introduce you to Brown. He's a really yeah. cool dude. Anyway, we were talking about this idea. And man, the the way that like reality works and everything like that is so crazy and mysterious and puzzling, right? And so when you uh, talk about like topics like we do, you kind of go on this exploratory road to where your mind just expands so much and you're so deep into all these crazy topics. Uh, I wanted to ask, what is your favorite uh, extra paranormal type thing uh, out there that you've come across? Oh, wow. Just one that you enjoy, like, thinking about the most or whatever. Um, I, I, I'm really into, um, the, the powers of the mind, uh, manifestation, um, law of attraction and the results you can get from positive thinking and just, uh, changing your state of mind. Like, you know, um, I've even heard you say this on your show before, you know, going to a shower and, um, wanting to, to change your reality when you open that shower door, things of that nature, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, I've used a, a sigil before a money sigil and it worked, you know, things like that. It's, it's fascinating to me how you can manipulate the fabric of reality with, uh, you know, energy and thoughts and, you know, the power of, of positive energy and frequency and thinking, um, it's all malleable. It's, um, it, it's this like the force, it's this hidden energy that's all around us that controls everything flows in and out and never everything controls everything and you can manipulate it and you can affect reality with it. You can change reality just by the power of your, your mind and consciousness. That's what's fascinating. And, and same here. Um, now back to your contact real quick. Did you, when you, uh, had that did you ask them like what this whole place is all about? Like what the nature of this place is? You no, know, I didn't even get to that. No, well, there was so much that we were, you know, discussing and no, I didn't. And and this is why I mentioned Brown is because that's what we were talking about. I'm not an experiencer. He's not either. And so we would be though the most annoying abductees ever because <laughs> I would be asking him like, how's time travel work? Like what the hell, you know, take me over here. Are we on a ball or what is this? You know, interdimensional is like, what's going on? Well, this was such like an emotional experience. It was more like, 
they were showing me some heavy stuff that was going to happen. Like they were showing me um, that there's going to be an evil technology, biological technology that's introduced to the public masses that we got to work out, you know, watch out for in the very near future. And like all these, you know, kind of scary things. But like I said, they equaled it out with a lot of you know, positive things that could happen, you know, it was, it was a lot about, you know, possible future timelines and things that were, were going to happen. And it, would, it got, a, a, got really emotional and I, you know, I didn't really um, put myself in the mind frame of t- asking him about, you know, fun stuff that I w- was thinking about, you know. Have you, have you been able to corroborate your experience of what you saw that they showed you with anybody else's? meaning like, like anybody what? else that's had premonitions like that have you ever been to corroborate somebody else having like the damn near the exact same uh, presentation yeah, by uh, entities? well almost i've had uh, quite a few people that say that have very similar uh experiences with um, and they they truly believe it was their spirit guides as well but it so, means yeah. the specific outcomes that you were foretold the specific outcomes, I'm sure that that I have. I, you know, I've 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 spoken with so many people about uh, you know premonitions and things that they've had about the future, um, but you know, I never really put any correlations like that together. But I know that everything so far that they've told me is coming to fruition. Everything, you know which is very strange. So fascinating to me. So this is one of the things I love about contact experiences. And I know that you know this too, is you talk to enough people that usually only get contacted by like one type of entity, right? If they see greys, that's all they see. They don't see Bigfoots and shit like that. If they see Pleiadians, sometimes they'll see greys because they kind of hang out together. It's like a Model T, right? They just kind of walk around. They're little <laughs> automatons. They kind of work. And that, that's kind of an understanding that we all have in the game, uh, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of like um, biological AI or something like that, you know? Yeah, like half organic, half AI or something like that, right? But they just kind of do whatever the hell that the these other things tell them. But the point is, is that usually they have one type of entity contact that tells them one type of story. And it's, it's uh, something that's interesting to me because then you get into like the psych- psychology of like, why did that entity, number one, contact, let's say you specifically, and then, or any anybody that's ever been contacted. But then you look at like, why did they tell them that specific thing when like Chris has had a different experience than Pam Nance has or Denise Stoner or, you know, all of these people have different experiences. There are some commonalities, but yes. the... They're so different and so personal to you, which is fascinating to me because that's that's the thing that I've been going into lately is the personality, like the the personal um, aspect of this, how each person's experience is for them and no one else. That's why you rarely hear about, you know, group experiences. And I'm always kind of wary of like, you know, a, a group experience where they're all saying this, like, you know, we were taken by an, a tall gray and, you know, experimented on a table and we're all there. I don't know. Uh, you know, that's their experience. It could be true. But uh, for me, most of the ones that resonate most with me are the ones that happen by themselves. And it's very profound. And they I can tell that, you know, they emotionally have a connection to the experience. Um, but it is it's so personal. And they are they may be like tiny similarities amongst uh, each person's experience. Maybe a person will see a similar being or have something similar happen to them. But it is for so personal for each person that's which makes me think you know that reality is you know it's 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 that's what it's all about it's all about your experience you know whatever your experience is it going to be your truth no matter what and you know nobody can change that it may not be the truth for someone else but if you experience it and you wholeheartedly believe it it could be the truth no matter what, right? Yeah, that's what's interesting is this whole concept of this consensus reality, which I've been talking a lot about lately, is this idea that we're all sharing a space, and maybe, you know, but it's really like we're sharing a dream. And that dream is interpreted by everyone differently. Even everything you see around, there are no two people with the exact same perception out here, even though there are similar objects and, you know, things that our five senses can pick up. But as far as extrasensory type uh, phenomena that occur to people. That's what's so interesting about this as well. Is it just feels like it's it's so personal for you that it's got to be part of your story. You know, it's like if you if you play this out like you're uh, like we're all one and you're just here to learn and experience and this is a big game or whatever. Maybe these are little clues that you drop along the way. You know, little breadcrumbs. It's like this experience that you had that was very personal to you. You're going to need to receive it in this way, and you're going to feel like this about it, and it's altered you. It's made you better. Oh, it's it's altered me in a lot, like especially intuitive, um, 
intuitive feelings and being able to pick up on things and, and read people has increased exponentially after that experience. Um, and that's a big part of what drove me to quit my day job is because I'd go there and I could feel everybody's shit like all day long. And I was around electronics all day. That was like after my experience, I could feel like electronics, uh, waves and 5G and all these you know frequencies a lot more. I was sensitive, more sensitive after this for some reason. It like opened up something in me to where I was a lot more sensitive to intuitive feelings i could feel people's shitty day i could feel people's emotions and you know still to this day it's 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 more open and you know more open at certain times too you know and people say that they can feel vibe from this like you you and i right now are creating a vibe or an energy that other people as they listen to this and hear the words that we're speaking and all of that it, it has a combination of effects but a lot of it it has a vibe either way and that's what they talk about it's interesting you you said the specific 432 hertz when you talked about music because that's part of the deal right at it, it, 440 like what everybody tunes to is just garbage isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it just doesn't do anything good for you so this is what's interesting though like i said the personal experience of how the this is and how personal it is just fascinates the hell at me. But um, I want to ask you about, uh, let's do like some hollow earth. Let's do some uh, spitball fun things to talk about hollow earth. What's your, what's your take? I'm fascinated. I think it's very possible. I, I don't know if like the, the hollow earth model that they show you is like how it is um more along the lines if there is you know underground civilizations they may have little pockets and caverns here and there um i'm fascinated with what could be at the north and south poles um based on you know some satellite imagery i've seen you know um supposedly de you know um russian satellite images that were supposed to be classified that show like a hole in the top of i don't know if it's real yeah, but it looks like that vortex real. going yeah. in yeah i'll put it up right here in the video uh you're watching it right now there you go that's that's yeah. crazy yeah yeah things like that you know um i think it's not out of the realm of possibility um, with everything else you know all these other conspiracies after 2020 we learned so many conspiracies that we thought would you know ridiculous and crazy were actually real so it's not out of the scope of possibility um you know even even when you look at flat earth i'm no way a flat earther i'm in you know, i love it i don't know i, love I don't it know so much. i don't know if the earth is round either but i find it fascinating that no real astrophysicist can wants to come and debate this stuff that they can't disprove some yes. of the things that the flat earthers are saying, which is very interesting. So um, I don't know what we're, it, it's, it, to me, it, I, I am going with holographic reality right now because um, I, I think we're in some kind of strange aliens video game or something. I don't think this, anything is real. You know, I don't think anything is, is physical when you get down to the properties of it. Yeah, it's like you store the memory as real, right? The data that you're collecting here uh, is real, but like this in itself, right? It's like a hollow deck or like a danger room in X Men or something like that. It's just an area to. Yeah, play. I think you and I were talking about like if somebody you said if somebody shoots into space and they believe they're going to see a flat Earth, they're going to see a flat Earth. And, yeah, you know, if they believe they're going to see a, a round, you know, planet, that's what they're going to see. I really or think a, it's a that deep. on a turtle's I, back, whatever it is. That's right. I really do think it's like that. I really do. It's it's uh, just fascinating to me because of the juxtaposition of people's experiences and even things that are caught on camera and reports and things like that. Same time, same place. I used the example uh, not too long ago about the Afghanistan thing. There was a cafe uh, film and it was during that whole thing that happened or whatever. And there were people running down the street and knocking over chairs and stuff like that. But you could see the chairs. You could see the sign. Landmarks are there. Sun is high in sky, whatever. And then uh, there was somebody else, though, that posted video same day same time same street but across the street you could see the sign you could see the chairs and everything and everyone's just sitting out there at a cafe just having coffee nothing going on nothing traumatic and nothing crazy the same thing happened in australia recently with the craziness same street this is the there's a bunch that are like this who knows if they're real or not but what's interesting and what it points to is more of this confirming I mean, because everything confirms your belief. So I might be confirming this as I start to think of it more. And then reality is just doing that because I find it interesting. That's right, how yes. crazy it is, right? Yes, exactly. Like it didn't exist before you started thinking about it, right? Yeah. Uh, and Go ahead. No, please, please. Okay. Well, another thing I find fascinating along those same lines is the complete different timelines that people seem to be on right now. Yes. You know, I, we talked about this too, I believe, that yep. some people – are terrified of going outside they want to wear two masks and get a, a an experimental gene therapy because they think there's a ogata boogata pandemic that's going to kill everybody and they listen to they think fauci's god and savior and and that's just know, their journey 
you know that's their turn. that's their timeline and <laughs> but right. there's there's people like us that will go outside the sun shining there's beautiful people around it's a normal day i'm gonna go buy me some milk at the store and come home and smoke a joint and everything's gonna be great you know that's my timeline yeah so it, you know we got people living completely different realities right now and i think it could be that you know actual different realities you know like it could actually be that they're on in a different dimensional plane than us right now uh, you know i think it could be I love it. Yes. And absolutely. I completely agree. I, I think that the more you look at it, the more interesting it becomes. Let me let me come back to Flat Earth because I want to tell you why mm. I like it real quick. I do, okay. too. I think it's fun. <laughs> so, but what I like about it, maybe you'll maybe you've, I'm, I'm sure you've thought of this, too, is those maps that show extra land, you know, yes, because the dome thing. OK, whatever. You know, the dome thing actually makes me feel a little claustrophobic, even though it's whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, it's that extra land part that I'm a big fan of, like just that blows my mind. And then it makes me think of that maybe, you know, and then I, of course, have to apply the different filters through it, right? You run your spirituality filter through it and you say, well, maybe this is the center point and life comes from, the, you know, the North Pole, which is what they call the tree of life and all this. I'm sure you've seen all those maps. And uh, then it starts here and then we evolve, which is maybe what's happening now. And then we split out physically to a different level here, like a physical level. But now we have access to not only different land, different ideas and concepts, but also technology. So this may be where the Pleiadians and shit are coming from. Maybe everyone's so invested in this idea of keeping the story that we're a ball going that they don't want you to know they're just a few thousand miles across the landmass there and they don't want shitty humans going right. across there and infecting their world, right? So they tell yeah. you that it's in a damn star system somewhere so you can't go there, right? And they're just like, oh, whatever. This is also the argument, or the idea I had with Dr. Michael P. Masters about the time travel. Like, if they did create time travel and that's what it was, they probably wouldn't tell you about it. They'd tell you yeah. they're from that star system over there because you can't get over there anyway. They're like, stupid humans, I can't go there anyway. Yeah, right over there. And then they just zoom off, you know, and then go out to friggin' the next ring and everything's dope over there, you know, and it's super cool. Yeah. That's my favorite idea about it. That's why I like it. And then it goes like that. And as you spiritually evolve, maybe the dimensions are accessible via a technology or whatever, but they're physical places in this area that ring out. You know, I love that. It's fun. That's fascinating. Yes. And something else that I find fascinating is the possibility of just beyond the spectrum of our vision is so much life. Yes. So just things I've had, uh, I forget the gentleman's name. Every time I go to talk about, I feel so bad. I forget his <laughs> no. name, but he does great work. He does, um, he does infrared photography and another kind of photography. I'm, I'm forgetting the name, but he takes pictures of the sky and he gets some amazing stuff. He's a professional photographer. So he knows what if lens flares are, he knows what artifacts are. He knows what the bullshit is. And he knows what enough real genuine anomalies are. And he gets he gets squids, he gets fish, he gets massive ships, he gets mass what look like you know entities swimming in the sky, uh, amoebas, you know these huge enormous you know looking like etheric big entities and fish and whales in the sky. It's complete. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, Dude. but. It no, is I've got fascinating. To check it out. Yeah, I'll send you the link to it. I did it uh, a couple of years ago, and this guy does amazing work. And the the pictures are blew me away. Like I've never seen anything. I've never seen a skyfish before. <laughs> it was quite fascinating. So you know, the fact that there could be these things just beyond the spectrum of our vision, right there that we can't see, you know, floating around or even right next to us, entities, you know, a Bigfoot. It could be, you know, they just phase out of our reality. It's a consideration for me, but that was really fascinating and eye-opening to me that uh, these it's very highly possible that these things are there all the time. Dude, so cool. Send me the link. I'll throw yeah. it in the bottom of this show. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys yeah, want definitely. to go click directly and then you can go check out all of his other stuff if you haven't heard of him by now, but I'm sure everybody has. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I love concepts like that. I've, I've never heard of that one, but I have I have seen the people that take the picture and they'll like change filters, you know, like out of plain window. And then in all the filters, it's nothing. And they'll get to a certain one. There's a big ass UFO there. And then they swipe to the next one and it's nothing. And it's like, so what is that all about? Uh it could be fake, of course, but I think it's fascinating. And I like the idea that that's not all just wasted space up there, you know, right. and that it's like occupied by interdimensional beings that are just that that may be right here. Like you said, it's it's not that they're not here. It's that we can't see them like they're there. You just can't see them. Damn, that's cool, dude. Have you heard of that Dicillian die? 
disillion dye. No, yeah. So apparently it's like this dye uh, that you can drip onto uh, glasses, like to make sunglasses or eyewear out of, and it makes you see into the spiritual realm. It's actually illegal to own. People have synthesized it, but it was something like created in Russia or discovered, and they made this thing. I don't, I don't know that I'm pronouncing it right, but it's disillion. I'll send you a link uh, or look it up. Like if you're at your computer right now, dude, check it out. It's called disillion dye, something like that. Anyway, and listeners, check that out too. It's a really interesting thing uh, to where they they basically make this dye that they drip onto glasses and then you can like see the spirit realm that's pretty cool that is yeah, and then of course it's banned amazing. which makes it forbidden which makes it right up yeah. your alley dude i have never heard anything like that yeah wow. it's pretty yeah, crazy I'm gonna, to, I'm, I'm gonna have to check that out for yeah sure. yeah yeah absolutely uh okay let's do secret space program what do you think about that this is a tough one man because <laughs> i've i've had some um i've had some individuals on my show that uh-huh. Firmly believe that they've been in these programs like 20 and back. I don't know if the audience is familiar, but this is a program where they supposedly age regress you, send you to other planets to fight as a soldier for up to 20, maybe 40, 60 years at times, and then regress you back to a teenager or something and send you back to your body, you know, 20 years earlier. Uh, things or, or take you, you know, um, your consciousness out and put you in a clone of yourself on Mars so you can be a soldier and fight mantis beings and things of this so nature. Cool. It it would be it'd be it's like so much it'd fun. be like fucking Star Wars, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. know. And I'm convinced that a reality is more like Star Wars than anything anyway. Absolutely. But you know a lot of these people, I'm not sure, but a lot, most of them believe their stories wholeheartedly. They believe that these things happen to them. You can sense the trauma. You can sense the emotion. You can see that they're recalling. They're recalling these events, you know, uh, especially uh, Tony Rodriguez is one of my favorites because I can see the recall when he's talking. I can see him, you know, thinking about, oh, and remembering things as he's talking, you know, and it's fascinating. Like, wow, this dude, you know, he's really remembering this. And then there's another part of me going, well, they they admitted they were part of MK Ultra programs as children, that they were messed with with their mind. How do we know that this was not implanted memories? That this exactly. is all fake? You know, that's exactly. that's the other the more logical or you know questioning side of me that that goes to that. Were they just fucked with? Were they just given these memories? to make the public think that thing, people like that are absolutely nuts and there is no secret space program and they don't do, you know, crazy shit to people. But um, I think that it's like probably like a, a 60, 40 truth. I, you know, I don't know. I think it's absolutely fascinating. I know that most of the people I've interviewed that are, that claim to be involved with this stuff, I think they truly believe that they were. And that fascinates me and it makes me want to look further into it because, you know, uh, the stuff that they are saying is fascinating. The information, you know, there's been a lot of profound information that comes out of these whistleblowers a lot of stuff that turned out to be true again so it's interesting it's it's a very interesting topic and i I love to to get into that with people for sure i mean and it it is fascinating the psychological element to it because it's like okay if you were doing mk ultra shit and you gave them this story or you implanted this memory in them then why the plants like what did they what did you really have them go do that was so horrible or crazy that you came up with that story to cover it you know that's yeah no i can believe the um you know the spycraft aspect or the Mm -hmm. um assassin aspect or the honey pot, you know, where they, you know, you say a word over a phone and they're assassin all of a sudden <laughs> and they're going kill somebody. That's, you know, that happens. That happens. It happens they, every day. Reality. Every day. Chris, that is know reality. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, to, to be on Mars and doing this is a different story, you know, and, you know, like Tony says, he was in brothels on Sirius A, which is a, you know, fucking crazy, you know, but he truly believes he's there and the stories he told are fascinating. You know, I thought I was there with him when he was telling me it was great. Have you have you ever seen the movie uh, The Village by M Night Shyamalan? Yes, yes, okay. Shyamalan. So, yeah. So what if uh, our Earth or this reality is like that? What if we're like the village, like we're oh, man, so backwards, the and there's a technology just right there. You know, that's yeah. that's way advanced, but they just have it hidden from us for whatever Man, reason. Sometimes I think it's the machine elves outside of that village, and Fuck, yeah. <laughs> they're controlling it's everything. The goddamn I- machine elves, you're right. Yeah, man, I think about that all the time. You know, I I do think we're we're babies of the universe. I think we don't know shit. I think that you know the very few of us that are have a glimpse into the spiritual world are very uh, unique, and and you know it doesn't happen often. And the the ones that are seeking are just as unique because there's not many of us. You know, the, there's not many of us that want to seek this knowledge, that want to look into the other side, that want to look into the unknown, that want to know what's really going on 
and to know the, the true nature of reality. So just to have that curiosity and that desire, yeah, that's like a very small percentage of the people on this planet. And I think that's kind of the percentage that are waking up right now and coming into their own and wanting to seek their own, you know, spiritual truth and things that are going on and want to know the true nature of reality and that they've been lied to their whole fucking lives by our own government and things of this nature. Um, it's not a big percentage of people, but I think it's growing. I think that since 2020 there's a lot more of us and i think that we're you know we're popping in there and I th- i'm hopeful that we keep awakening as a as a, a you know a species and as a planet and we can maybe uh, all jump on this timeline you know yeah there's this t- uh, video i saw on tiktok where this dude broke down how uh, positive energy works against negative energy and he did it in degrees of human individuals right so he said for every one person that's awake it wakes up 10 million people or something crazy like that i can't quote it exactly but it was some astronomical number and it goes up every time you increase a person like you get to like three people it's like equivalent to seven hundred thousand. it's it's insane or something like that but uh it, it is it feels like that though but i think that it's supposed to be like that i think that it's uh, there, not everybody is going to be like that now maybe we had something like that and maybe we're evolving into something like that but i think that it's very cyclical what we're experiencing right now and there's like these thousand year stretches maybe or at least a couple hundred uh year stretches of like the alternate energy and it kind of prepares you to move you to the to build the energy that you need for the next one but that energy eventually wanes and leads to the next which is this cycle have have you ever heard of the plasma apocalypse dude um, if you're um, referring to like, you know, ancient um, plasma storms that, you know, form canyons and, and wiped out civilizations. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. I love Definitely. that. Yeah. And, and that it happens kind of on a cycle. Right, right. That's what formed, like, could have formed the Grand Canyon and things like that. Uh, could have wiped out civilizations on Mars. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's like equivalent to, you know, um, 100 nuclear explosions when that thing passes through, you know, a planet. There was this dude that had this video and same thing. Uh, Amy Belair of Third Eye Podcast, um, Third Eye Awakening. Uh, she sent it to me, so I'll link it in the show notes as well. This is going to be big show notes, guys. Uh, a lot of extra stuff to do down there. Uh, but uh, it has to do with this plasma apocalypse. And the dude has his own interpretation on it. But what he talks about it is fascinating it's at above the north pole which is like this where all this etheric magnetic everything is there's going to be a huge hole that opens in the sky and it lets all of this plasma in and things fuck with gravity and electromagnetism and everything and like people will float and everything will just float that's not physically like bolted to the ground or something and everyone just kind of floats there'll be people frozen in place like flash freezes that just occur and this also correlates to like a pole shift or something like that too and it's this amazing scene of things being instantly turned to stone, which maybe that Sibs on Insta. Have you ever seen that? No. Okay. It's like this whole profile of uh, things where they show that all of these correlations between rocks and like giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love that. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's yeah, where that's you awesome. talk about like Devil's Tower and stuff like that. Like all of that happens, but it happens on a cycle. So then whenever the plasma releases and most of this world is cleansed, because that's what it is, it's basically the rapture or. You know, the Noah's flood or anything like that. Like it happens on these cycles, so it's predictable. And there's elements of like the hijacking by the elites that know about this. And of course, our calendars aren't right. Our history is all fucked. And so they control all of this stuff. But I've been thinking a lot about this lately. I thought, you know, it was interesting. I just kind of wanted to get your take on it. Man, I that this is like the stuff I started out with the the cyclical cataclysms because when I started out, I was convinced that we were going to be wiped out within a few years uh, from one of these either plasma storms or Planet X or something like that. And I would look all into that stuff, and you know, the grand solar minimum is fascinating to me. Uh, the fact that our magnetic north is zipping towards Siberia like super fast, yes. like yes. over the past few years, it's I, I forget the how many miles. Um, a week but it's it's moving it's really taking off and if it does happen to reach a certain point it's going to be inevitable where we're going to have a magnetic reversal and you know nobody truly knows what the effects of that be they they know for sure it would probably wipe out power on the entire planet for a substantial amount of time you know no internet no electricity no nothing it would send us back to the 1800s for for a good while and to get that infrastructure back up and running would probably cause an apocalypse you know people can't survive with with they don't know how they don't know how to survive without electricity and all this our modern uh creature comfort so that would wipe out everything and we don't know the full effects of other than uh, the wiping out of our power that it could have, um, it could trigger, you know, even a, a complete pole shift, like you were saying, where 
the, all these fucked up things happen. Like, you know, the, uh, have you ever heard of the Adam and Eve story, the declassified CIA uh, story from Chan Thomas, I believe? Oh, God, no, but bring it, please. Okay, so this is like a, an apocalyptic kind of thesis that this dude did for the CIA, uh, talking about how the world would end if we had a pole shift. And it's terrifying. Like, <laughs> Hun, like um, thousand foot waves engulfing entire continents, Shit. people's flesh being ripped off from the, the speed of the wind. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, things like that, you know, and it totally destroying civilization. There's no way anybody could survive. You know, if you have a wall of water that can go across a continent, you're pretty fucked. That's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people's flesh being ripped from the, the speed of the <laughs> wind and the storms. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and he said, you know, the core of the earth, if something like that would happen, could also sp somehow split open and release all this magma and all the volcanoes would go off at the same time. We'd have huge cracks opening in the earth. Not only would we have like a, it would be just total, total, you know, destruction, cataclysm of everything. And we'd have a complete reset. But I got to be so honest. That's terrifying. I got to be honest, so what a fucking way to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, like, huh? think about it. Out of all the ways you could go, you know, that's pretty fucking dope. Having your flesh ripped off by wind, I'm pretty sure it happened quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all your research. These... Go, go look up the uh, the Adam and Eve story, the declassified CIA um, documentation. Some of it's still, you know, redacted, but they got some good stuff in there. I will. I'll check that out. Uh, and it made me think of the Adam apocalypse that I just recently came across. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. It's these old texts that were found, and they were banned and burned is the story. Uh, who knows about these things? But uh, it was a text. One of them was saved or whatever. But it's basically the opposite of the Bible completely. It talks about how God is actually the devil, and the snake was the oh, one that was offering right. wisdom. And it's an ancient text that was written, I guess, before or alongside the Bible. So it was kind of like uh, the real story is what it's touted as. But it's fascinating. Like, everything's inversed. Yeah, I'm it's fascinated crazy. with, like, that demiurge type, um, yeah. you know, the uh, the old kind of story that the real God um, is, is not the one that's portrayed in, in the Bible and basically he's known as Yahweh and he's a vengeful controlling God that uh, wants to enslave the planet and you know the real God is of course source and part of everything and just you know it's the universe to me but uh, that's fascinating too that we're controlled by some kind of uh, satanic demiurge yeah, I think that's weird. And like the whole prison planet idea with like us being livestock, you know, and things like that. That's that's wild. I mean, the mind goes crazy on this stuff. And that's why I love like your show, man, and all the people you have on, because it's fascinating. The topics that you get into, uh, you're just a badass and especially oh, what you, you do. Man. So uh, you can have two superpowers. Go. Two superpowers. Oh, shit. let's see. Um, flying. I really would flying would be cool. Okay. Um, Man, that's a tough one. I don't know, man. I, that that's a really tough one. I never thought about that before. You know, and you have to think about if you fly, that you have to kind of either control your altitude or you've got to get boned up in some way. Maybe that's your <laughs> part of it. You know, you have to become impervious and breathe different because the air gets thin depending on how high you go. Yeah, right? well, and maybe uh, maybe uh, fly and then have the ability to go underwater. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that's can go pretty deep dope. sea and to the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah, go. like a badass. Like uh, I think Superman can do that, right? He can breathe underwater, right? Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll uh, go with that. I'm always curious just to see like what people, if they had no physical like limitation, if they could pick a limitation that they would like to alleviate physically, like what that would be. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, I haven't really gotten uh, any mind powers that. yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, if if I had time to think about it, it'd probably be uh, you know some kind of powers of the mind. But uh, I, I need time, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the craziest? Oh, do one more time on that. I said that was just too much to choose from. Go yeah, ahead. I know. It's a, it's a bunch of shit, dude. You can do whatever. Psychometry is mine. I want to know, like, that's where you touch an object and you know the history of it. I think that's fascinating. Oh, yeah. I would love that. You just walk over to the pyramids and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I know how they did that. Oh, you guys man, are all wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, or touch, like, an item or a key. You'd know exactly where that lock is or something. Um, it'd just be cool. I don't know. It'd be, yeah. like, a fun way to be, that like, a be cool. super detective or something cool. So what's um what's something crazy about, like, the natural world that just blows your mind? And, like, you're like, how the fuck does this even even exist but it's a real thing out here hmm. 
I, I mean, you know, I, I've always been drawn to, I don't know if I'm, you know, wonder how it was, you know, what it is, but I've always been drawn to mountains, you know, I've always been drawn to mountain areas like I live in Denver now. And anytime I'm, you know, feeling down or, or questioning anything, I'll just go out and look at the mountains and be immediately transported into, you know, a place of peace. I was out there earlier today. Um, and I just, I love looking at them. I love go, going climb them, feeling the energy on them. Um, you know, see, see, like you were talking about earlier, seeing the, the mountains that are shaped like giants yeah. and the possibilities that, you know, they could have been flash frozen giants and things of that nature. These huge structures that look like animals, you know, flash frozen animals, all these amazing structures like that mountains and, uh, anomalies, even, um, the doors to nowhere, like they have in Peru that are carved into mountains, things like that are fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's mostly the, the, if you're talking natural mountainous structures, things like that. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you think, um, about the mud flood in Tataria? Do you think that's a real thing? Uh, I'm leaning, man. I think that's fascinating. I just recently started uh, looking into that and uh, I had Max on a few months ago to talk yes. about it. And I had another guest. Um, I forgot his name. Oh, I remember Cardinal it one time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's fascinating, too. I think it's, it's highly possible and it's highly possible that we have like um, a whole section of added history or missing history. Um to to what our reality is so that's awesome yeah i think it's super legit and i love the hell out of it i think it's so cool uh well cool man uh okay well uh let's do one more and then i'll, I'll let you go dude i could just ask you about fucking everything because you're cool as shit to talk to and you're welcome back oh, anytime you, you know man. that man awesome. your brother. yeah i'm having fun it's great cool all right uh what do you think ghosts are uh ghosts i think ghosts most mostly i think it's kind of like a residual energy or a memory that's trapped here oftentimes um I, like especially if you see you know apparition um you know pass by or you're in like gettysburg and you start to see a civil war uh reenactment occurred in front of you i think those are memories those are like trapped energy that kind of repeats itself through time now i do think that there are paranormal phenomenon where there are entities that can you know cause things to happen poltergeists um lower vibrational spirits that can affect people and attach to people and uh attach to houses or buildings uh, i think that's very possible uh, so i think it's a combination of things i think it is intelligent consciousness that can that you know from this unseen realm i think that's that's part of it and i also think it's a combination of like trapped memories and energy um that for whatever reason permeates through either like a tragic event or something that creates this this massive amount of energy that traps this uh spectral kind of uh electromagnetic vision there you know Forbidden Knowledge News, along with all the ways to find Chris, will be linked down in the show notes, guys. Please go check that out, as long as well as uh, all that other fun stuff, too. I'll have to go back and... I, did, I wouldn't note in any of it, but I will link all that shit that I said that I would, because I'm a man of my word. But, uh, Chris, dude, can't thank you enough for your time, brother. You are welcome back, of course, any damn time, man. Truly grateful, and uh, just yes. make it a great rest of your evening, dude. Oh, thank you so much. I had a blast, and uh, honored to be here, and uh, I'd love to talk to you again. That was great. I want to give a huge shout out to Chris Matthew for spending some time on the show with this dude is so cool. He does a wonderful show uh, linked in the show notes is all the ways to find him guys. Also linked in the show notes is going to be expanding reality podcast.com. If you want to expand your experience on the show here, that is where all the socials are located. YouTube uh, Rockfin for premium content and extra stuff like that. T-shirts, merchant stuff is out there. Anyway, all that stuff's over there guys linked in the show notes in joy. To go out into this beautiful place, whatever the hell this thing is, and y'all pick up a piece of litter, uh, buy a coffee or a meal or something small or big, whatever you want, and for just a stranger, somebody you don't know, and lying around you or behind you or whatever. Uh, be nice to every entity, animal, lizard person, whatever you come across. Uh, get out of the left-hand lane. Of course, we appreciate that. That is uh, sweeping the nation, and we're grateful for it. So nice job, guys. Uh, and of course, go out into this beautiful landscape in front of you, and y'all just be good to one another. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.